time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. It is 9.07 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Joining us once again, I'm so happy to have him back, is a best-selling author and director of the documentary and many documentaries, uh, the one called Michelle Obama 2024. This guy scares me. I know. He's the author of Michelle Obama 2024, Her Real Life Story and Plan for Power. I I had originally, and we will talk about it, talk about um, how he thinks Trump can beat Michelle Obama when she enters the race. But I also want to come. I want to get his comments on on the events uh, that are going on in Obama's new musical comedy that's opening up in Hollywood. Joining us right now, Joel Gilbert. Good morning. Okay, great to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And if anybody wants to uh, follow along and see what Joel is uh, all about, go to michelleobama24.com. Um, Joel, I need to ask you, um, you know, I was waiting for, tr- um, not Trump, Obama to give us his comments about Israel uh, and the attacks by the Hamas um, terrorist attacks. And he finally did give a statement. Um, and... I realize now why he gave it a statement in support of Israel. <laughs> and it was because I didn't know he was having a musical comedy open up in Hollywood. I feel like that was directly linked. I'm wondering your take on all of it. Well, I think it's interesting that the Obamas uh, have really avoided commenting about the Middle East war. They typically comment about everything, especially Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. So Obama took several days, Barack did, and he simply made a statement about uh, he's against the slaughtering of innocents. That's he didn't right. talk about Hamas or Israel or anything. So it's pretty bland. Mm-hmm. Now, meanwhile, Michelle Obama, who has 100 million social media followers, has gone totally silent for five days. So uh, I think she's trying to figure out how to handle or not handle a political statement on the Middle East because it, foreign policy is not her uh, forte, really. But I'm convinced, as you said from my film, that Michelle will be declaring for president. I think it'll happen in November next month, because December 23rd is the deadline to get on all the primary ballots to be in the Democrat primaries in all the states. So I think uh, we'll see her announce in November. She'll have plenty of time to get signatures and raise money. I think it no longer matters if Biden drops out or not. He's very unpopular. The Democrats don't want him. The down-ballot Democrat officials don't want him. They think he'll drag down the ticket. He's got a terrible record with inflation, the border, uh, foreign policy. Everyone thinks he's too old. So he doesn't have to drop out. And I think the Democrat Party set it up for Michelle. They moved the first primary out of Iowa and moved it to South Carolina, where half the electorate for the primary are going to be Mm African-American. And they moved the... uh, Democrat National Convention to Michelle's hometown, Chicago, of all places. So I think this is going to happen next month. Joel, I I wanted to ask you, because I know you've also produced films on Middle East politics, um, one called Farewell Israel back in 2008 and Atomic Jihad in 2010. What is your take on what we've been through, uh, what we've witnessed, the 
horrific scenes uh, that we've seen in um, the Middle East, in Israel. Yeah, I can give you some perspective on this, is that uh, Gaza was a peaceful place relatively for many years, for 30, 40 years. And the Israeli left, the leftists in Israel, supported by leftists in the United States and Europe, decided it would be a good idea to bring the PLO, terror group, into Gaza. And they told everyone, if we bring the terror group and put them in charge, peace is going to break out, peace on earth. And they were told that this was a fatal mistake, that it was uh, absurd and would not work. And sure enough, as soon as the PLO got in there, they were kicked out by Hamas, by the Islamist terror group, and the Israelis have had to fight a war about every two years. And every two years, they kind of, instead of finishing off Hamas, they just kick it down the road. They say, okay, let's, let's not bother going in to take them out. And the Europeans and the Americans come in and rebuild Gaza every two years. So this has been the culmination of many years of the failed policy of the Israeli left, the fantasies of the left. Leftists have political fantasies. Communism, Marxism, these are fantasies about how humanity can live. Biden's border crisis, it was a fantasy. We'll leave the border open, everything's going to be just fine. Well, now he's got to go and close the border and start deporting people. All these leftist fantasies, when they become reality in politics, create disasters. And Israel has faced the biggest disaster in their history with the murder of 1,300 of their citizens. And it goes back to the Israeli left with their political fantasy that the PLO terror group could be in charge of this area and peace would break out. I want to get on to our main topic, Joel, before we run out of time here. And we're speaking with a best-selling author, Joel Gilbert, and also uh, the director producer and um, political commentator. I mean, you do, you're so in tune with, uh, especially, you know, with this documentary, Michelle Obama 2024, her real life story and plan for power is the name of the book. You really are in tune with the fact that um, Michelle Obama has been preparing her entire adult life for the role of president, it seems. She's following uh, Obama's playbook to get there. And we've talked about that a couple of times in the past. But I wanted to know, if it does end up that Trump is the nominee, how does he beat Michelle Obama? Well, Michelle's biggest vulnerability is actually her terrible relationship with the black community. Hmm. Uh, Democrats need about a 90 or 95 percent vote out of the African-American community to get elected. Now, they think that by appointing blacks to positions like uh, U.N. ambassador, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, House Minority Leader, Press Secretary, you know, Supreme Court, that their message to the black community is, we look like you, so vote for us. It's a rather insulting message. But Michelle ultimately fills that message for for Democrats, and it's because Donald Trump made so many inroads with the black community as president. He delivered everything Democrats had promised for 60 years and never delivered. He brought high wages, prison reform, school choice, you name it. And they were all starting to vote for Trump. So Michelle Obama, they need her. But in reality, Michelle has been... Uh, promoting a false story and a false narrative for years, claiming she's, oh, I'm just another ordinary black person. I suffered from discrimination growing up. I was held back in life because of my skin color. She promotes these lies and says that she's from South Side of Chicago, also a lie. She's from South Shore, which was an exclusive community on Lake Michigan. 
So in my film and book, I go into the history of Michelle's terrible relationship with the black community. As a kid, she ran away from the black community. Her and her brother refused to go to the black schools one block from their house. They went an hour and a half away to study with whites and go to expensive Catholic schools and a magnet school. Michelle would get beat up by the black kids. They would accuse her of acting white. Michelle writes in her book about getting in a fist fight with a girl that called her an Oreo, which means you're black on the outside, but you're really white girl on the inside. So Michelle was afraid of black people. I've even got her on tape. She talks about it. And then Michelle got her revenge on the black community uh, in her professional career. She worked for the mayor of Chicago, and she was the assistant planning commissioner when they knocked down the projects at Cabrini Green. They destroyed the projects and made 20,000 black people homeless. And having proven she could do the dirty work against the black community, Michelle was hired by the University of Chicago Medical Center, and her job was to kick black people out of the emergency room if they showed up from the south side. Michelle would put them in these vans and dump them back on the south side. It was called patient dumping. It was illegal. So Michelle made millions of dollars exploiting the black community on behalf of white liberals. And the black voters are no fools. If they knew that Michelle exploited them and ran away from them, in Chicago, I don't think they would support her. Uh, so that's her biggest vulnerability. So I think Donald Trump needs right now to start posing the questions like, Michelle, how many millions of dollars did you make denying access to health care to black people? Michelle, are you going to apologize for what you did to the black community in Chicago? That'll open up a can of worms where Michelle's going to have to defend her record, which is indefensible. We're speaking with Joel Gilbert. You can find out more about him by going to michelleobama24.com. Real quick, Joel, I see that you're in Miami um, right now, yeah, and yeah. you're getting ready for a, a screening of your documentary. Tell us, what has been, if any, the response from the Trump orbit on your documentary? Are they saying, wait, I didn't know about this, or, or are they saying, tell us more, or... What is their response? Well, on, well, look, on the one hand, Trump badly wants to go against Biden, and who wouldn't, because nobody supports Biden. The Democrats think he's too old. Uh, he's got a terrible record. Every day, Trump looks better based on what Biden is doing to the country. So he wants Biden. Certainly the people in Obama world, though, are aware of my film. I'm sorry, in the Trump world, are aware of my film, and they're a little bit intrigued, and they're concerned because Michelle is so popular. She's the most popular Democrat in the country. And she has a huge following, and uh, she would be a formidable opponent. But I think her biggest weakness is her terrible relationship with the black community, and exposing that will be the key to victory for Donald Trump. All right. Well, I hope he calls you in there and makes you, you know, give him some advice. Because I I have this, uh, I keep, my co-host says, no, 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 it's not going to happen. But I really have a sinking feeling she's jumping in. No, I think she's yeah, jumping well, think in. So. No, sir, I I think she's jumping in. And until your your most recent comments, as the last five minutes, you scared the crap out of me. But now <laughs> you made me feel better because yeah. listen, exposure, exposing who she is and who she really is, is the key to Donald Trump's victory. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think it's it's very doable. Uh, Michelle, as we've said earlier, uh, she has been following Barack's formula to become president. Like Barack, Michelle wrote two autobiographies. Like Barack, she has a voter registration organization supported by the Soros gang. They got $26 million for her voter registration group. Michelle was the keynote speaker who introduced Joe Biden, just like Obama did for John Kerry. 
the keynote speaker is usually the person they think is going to be the next nominee because they're so popular. So uh, the Obamas uh, are itching to get back in the White House. They actually never left Washington, D.C. They have a climate-denying summer home in, in Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> but they still live in Washington. They still live in yeah. Washington, and, yeah. they, uh, and they've been doing politics. Uh, they've, they really haven't stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for what you're doing, and uh, I enjoy following you on Twitter as well. Joel Gilbert, G-I-L-B-E-R-T, if you want to find him. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers.